thinking outside the box and the box it came in the blind leading the nearsighted four out of five doctors recommend not listening this is cash withdrawal and four out of five doctors recommend hey friends welcome back to cash withdrawal quarantine edition day 24 and uh some notes from the underground here uh not 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 the greatest weekend um not not ideal uh let's put it that way uh i've i don't want to get into too many specifics here but i've been sort of quarantined from the rest of my family now uh i'm in a separate area and uh it's definitely increased the uh the stress of this whole thing i'm sure other people are doing that or will have to do that eventually but uh to be alone for long periods of time the whole the whole sort of silver lining of this the biggest silver lining was getting to spend more time with my family and uh, to have that taken away now is difficult we can sort of see each other when we're outside uh, like on, the, on on a balcony but um not for long periods of time because it's you know there's not enough to do we just talk out there but um it's uh it's definitely made this more dramatic and more stressful um so it was, it was a tough weekend um and uh, I hope uh, other people are uh, are faring well out there. Um, I wish I had some of the diversions I usually have to, uh, if you're not going to be around your family, you're going to be all alone, you'd love to do a show or uh, surf or, you know, uh, swim in the ocean. At this point, I feel like I'm in a Howard Jones song. Uh, no one is to blame. You can look at the menu, but you just can't eat. You know, remember that song? I uh, actually let's pull up that song. Let's let's talk about it. We've got time for it, don't we? We're all quarantining right now. Um, you can look at the menu, but you just can't eat. That's that's um, that's no fun, especially if you're hungry. That doesn't bother me as much as some of the other ones. I remember you can dip your foot in the pool, but you can't have a swim. That's um. To me, that's a tough one, and that's really how things are right now with every single body of water being closed. Uh, you can feel the punishment, but you can't commit the sin, um, so you're wrongly accused of a crime you didn't commit. You didn't get the pleasure of committing that crime. That That's not fun, right? Um, I've always been afraid I'll be wrongly accused of a crime I never committed. I, I've, I That might come from you know, the sneak-ins. I might be a little bit uh, paranoid about that kind of thing, that somehow karma will uh, reach out and rear its ugly head later. Um, still a few more. You can build a mansion, but you just can't live in it. Um, yeah, but it would give you pleasure to see that mansion um, and know that you built it. I don't know if the living in the mansion is really the thing that makes a person happy anyway. I think it's maybe building it might be just as... Just as satisfying. You're the fastest runner, but you're not allowed to win. I don't know who's not allowing you to win. I think that would be a tough one, though. I, you know, if you, it'd be nice to, if you're the fastest runner in the world, it'd be nice to win. Um, you could see the summit, but you just can't reach it. Um, that happens to all of us in one way or another. Often you could see the summit, but there's no way to get to it. It's the last piece of the puzzle, but you just can't make it fit. Um, maybe you screwed up earlier because if it's the last piece, it really should fit. 
Or it's a faulty puzzle. And I think that's something we need to look at and discuss. Doctor says you're cured, but you still feel the pain. Well, that happens all the time, right? Phantom pain. Remember I went to that doctor and I had a bad back. The doctor said it was phantom pain. I said, good luck cashing your phantom jack. Folks, ladies, take a break. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Doctors? <laughs> Physicians out there? You know what I'm talking about. Layman? Take a break. Um, so that's pretty much the song, No One Is To Blame. It's a good song. I don't know how it's fared historically. I don't know if people are still listening to it, but uh, it's a pretty good one. I'm... Uh, I'm feeling pretty stressed, uh, feeling pretty sad about this whole thing now, um, concerned for everyone I love. Um, you know, you look at the numbers and you can go either way with it. You, you, your mind can play tricks on you. On one hand, you're like, oh, okay, you know, one to two percent of people that get this are not going to make it and that's terrible. Um, you know, that's the worst thing in the world. But, uh, you know, if you were to go into a war, uh, you know, and I know different generations had to experience that. If you were to go off to war and someone said, hey, you got about a 98, 99% chance of uh, surviving this war, you might take that deal. You might be like, all right, let's go fight for freedom. But that's just a thing. You're going to fight something. You're not just waiting to see what happens and hoping to survive it uh, in your house alone, eating a TV dinner, uh, watching your 900th episode of something which you have completely lost interest in. So, again, it, you know, that generation, the generation that went off to war, the different generations in the history of civilization, those were hardy people. That's what's so like, I'm reading a book about, uh, it's called Skeletons of the Sahara, and it's about these people that went across the Sahara on camels, and then if they run out of water, they have to kill their camel and drink its blood to survive. Um, and this is a story of survival, so I thought it would be uplifting to read this. And um, these are hardy people back then. These are people that did not sit around and bitch and moan on Facebook. So uh, I'm not asking for any sympathy for what I'm going through. I know you're going through very similar things. But um, but then you look at it in another respect, and you're like, okay, one or two percent. Okay, that's one out of a it's one out of a hundred people. If, if you know, if I did a show. If I was going off to do a show for 100 people in a comedy club and someone before I got there said, hey, uh, someone in the next you know month or so that watches that show, including you, you're a possibility to one of someone's not going to make it out of that group of people. I'd be like, those odds suck. I'm not into this. I'm not doing the show. Um, of course, we have no choice right now, but I'm bombed by those numbers. So I go back and forth. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? Um, the, 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 these numbers are a lot better than some generations had to experience with all the you know trials that they faced. And then the other, and sometimes I go back the other way and I'm like, yeah, those numbers are bullshit. I've never experienced those numbers personally before and it's upsetting and it, it keeps you from sleeping well. So um, the one thing I'll say about all this that, I think it's interesting because everyone's talking about David Geffen's boat. I guess there was a picture of him quarantining on his yacht. And the thing I, that struck me about the whole thing, I didn't even see the picture. Just a buddy of mine told me about it. People are up in arms. doesn't seem like a kind of an in-your-face thing to do to show yourself with all the 
hardship that's going on in the world, showing your quarantine experience where you're living large on a yacht. And the thing that this whole thing reminds us of, though, is that uh, nobody, as much as you think certain people, is that jealousy doesn't make any sense. I guess I'd put it that way. It doesn't make any sense logically because we all end up in the same place. And I'm not just talking about death. I'm talking about suffering. We all lose people we love. We all lose our own lives all the time. We all suffer serious hardship in our lives. I don't care how much money you have or if you have a yacht or if you don't have anything. I mean, either way, you know, we're all going to end up in the same place. And so it's, it, doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense to waste any time worrying about what other people have. The idea, it's a total fallacy to think that somebody has it made, you know, um, because everyone will suffer. And, you know, in some ways, people that have a lot to lose, um, that creates even more stress, you know. I'm, I'm terrified for my family. Um, and I look back on the guy 20 years ago or whatever that was doing stand-up comedy and wasn't barely making a living at it, was living in a basement. It wasn't even a basement. I was living in a uh, garage uh, for $300 a month in Daly City, California. I didn't. My girlfriend and I had just broke up. I really didn't have a ton of friends. Uh, I was struggling at comedy, um, barely making it work. When my plane landed... Or I got back into town. Nobody knew or really cared that much. Uh, I'm not telling like a woe is me story. Let me get to the point here. But I'm just saying like, I look back on that guy and I kind of feel like that was kind of awesome because I had nothing to lose. And I wasn't like, I bet I was sleeping pretty well back then. Like you don't have as much to, as far to fall, you know, um, if I had lost my career then, it, I wouldn't have missed it as much. It was pretty painful. You know, the, the first five or six years of comedy, they're, they're pretty painful, where you're just trying to discover you know, how to make it work. But I love, the, I love the quote, freedom's just another word for nothing less left to lose. I wish I had just said it correctly. Because when you say like a quote and then you botch it, that's never good. Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. That's a song, Bobby McGee. Uh, and it's so true. I mean, that's why everyone's feeling so terrified right now. Um, we all have different levels of things to lose in this. Um, and those numbers, although they're better than the numbers probably people experience going off to war in World War II or World War I, we didn't expect this would happen. There was, there was not much preamble to this where we could prepare ourselves emotionally for all of a sudden having those odds. And so I definitely feel sympathy for everybody. Um, and no one is immune to this. So if you ever felt any like jealousy over what somebody else has, uh, everybody is, uh, is, is in the same boat. So uh, uh, in any event, I'm getting pretty luxury on these podcasts. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I just have, I just, you know, it's therapeutic for me to talk to you. I appreciate you listening, um, and uh, it means a lot to me when I get your, you know, comments or whatever. Um, 
I'm going to finish up by just uh, telling you, be careful which friends you call. Sometimes you call friends, you're hoping they'll cheer you up about whatever you're going through with this whole process. Um, and they just brag about how great everything is, you know? And that's that's difficult <laughs> sometimes. Again, not out of jealousy. You just needed maybe a sympathetic ear. Um, I don't think it's a mark of what kind of friend you have in terms of how they um, handle your adversity. I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm just in terms of saying the right thing or whatever. But, um, you know, you, you want to narrow down your list to the people you call when you're really feeling uh, feeling sad. And uh, one of those guys that I call when I don't feel so great is, is my good buddy, TJ Miller. And uh, he really cheered me up the other day and, the episode we did together will be coming out tomorrow and uh, really lived in my spirits to talk to him. But um, in any event, uh, one other thing, the Dutch House. We uh, we talked about doing a book club. Um, I definitely want to do it. I'd like to push off the day to Wednesday, this Wednesday. It gives you one extra day to read the Dutch House. Uh, I'd like to do it somewhere around 5 to 5 p.m. And I'm going to say I'm going to say 6 p.m. Pacific Coast time. 6 p.m. Pacific Coast time. Don't act like you read the Dutch house just so we can hang out on Zoom or wherever we do it. We're going to figure it out. I'm going to ask Miles how we can set this up. But uh I will know if you didn't read the Dutch house cuz I read it and uh had very interesting a very sort of Strong thoughts about it, one way or another. I am looking forward to meeting some of the sixth and the fourth um, to talk about the Dutch House. I thought it was a really interesting book, and maybe I'm going to get a little further into this uh, skeleton of the Sahara. Maybe that could be book two of our uh, of our uh, quarantine book club that we're putting together. If it's less than four people that do it. The book club, then I know where we can do it. We can do it on uh, Squadcast. That's where I've been knocking out these podcasts with TJ. Um, if it's bigger than that, we might have to do Zoom, and I'll have to figure that out. I might ask somebody to give me their contact information on Facebook. Go to the Cashing In with TJ Miller Facebook page as we get closer to Wednesday for our Dutch House uh book club. I've always wanted to do a book club and I never got around to doing it. My whole life I've been saying, you're going to do a book club and um, never did it. So I'm really excited to talk to you about that book. Even if there's just two of us, I've got some questions uh, that I've written down on a uh, little pie graph and uh, it's going to be great to uh, see your friendly faces. So we'll figure out all the details. Look for, for, like I said, Cashing with TJ Miller Facebook page. I'll give you some more details about uh, what time we're going to meet and exactly what type of uh, uh, computer program we're going to use. So thank you for listening, uh, and we will talk to you soon. Dishai! Dishai!